In today's episode, I talk with a mom who had a question about her son saying please and thank you about things. And I think many of us have these same questions that this mom had. And I hope after you listen to this, it'll give you some food for thought, maybe some great ideas of what you can do. Maybe you'll agree, maybe you'll disagree. All of it is good. So I look forward to you listening and getting any feedback that you may have. Enjoy this pep talk and have a great day. Okay, so let's go back to Emily again. Um, so I just have a quick question about yep. swearing. Um, how to respond to, well, my four-year-old, um, I dropped something the other day, and she literally said, oh, F-U-C-K, exactly how I do. Like, I, <gasps> I apparently have have a potty mouth. I mean, she was just mimicking me perfectly. It was like oh little, it was, and she was just, you know, she hears me say that, and apparently I don't even realize I'm saying it. And um, my mouth kind of dropped, you know, because my other, my eight-year-old never really explored, and I, I don't think she even knew what she was saying. She just was like, that's what mommy says when she drops something and it breaks or whatever. Right. So I just kind of had that talk, well, you know, this is, I, I didn't want to over, go overboard with it, but I was like, this is something adults say when they don't have anything more intelligent to say, and it's really not okay for kids to say when you're an adult. If you want to choose to say things that aren't that intelligent, you can, but right now it's not okay. And, but my question is, like, how, how do you appropriately respond when kids are um, testing that out, testing out those waters? Because then I had, you know, a conversation, that opened up a conversation with my eight-year-old about what what does she know, these, you know, what swear words does she know, and she apparently knows all of them because the kids at school have told her, and she doesn't use them. She doesn't. She knows she's a pretty good kid in that way. Um, but I don't know really what is an appropriate response um, to a child swearing or testing those limits, and um, you know, if it if it becomes a repeated thing because there was a little bit of that like <clears throat> on my end, and she got a reaction, so then I'm a little nervous. I'm going to hear it again. <laughs> Um, so, well, I'm glad you my... recognize that. That's important to, you know, to recognize that the response is what could perpetuate it if it was going to be. It doesn't sound like she at all used it, though, as um, that. It sounds like it was just something she was repeating as a parrot, as kids do. And, yeah. and, and don't feel too bad. My Brianna's first word at 15 months old or whatever it was was shit in the, the grocery store line. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. <laughs> yes, we joke about that with my toddler. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm cleaning up my mouth. Okay, so here's my story about this one. It's called Gandhi's Story. And so this lady had this kid who was eating way too much sugar, and she couldn't get him to quit eating sugar. And so... She she tried everything. She fought with him, and she took it away, and he'd always find it, and she'd do, punish him, and he wouldn't listen, and so he's just always eating too much sugar. So she decides she's going to take him to Gandhi. And so she w goes, treks like three days it takes to walk to where Gandhi is, and then she waits in line all day long because people are seeing Gandhi and getting help from him for these things. And finally she gets up in line. She's with her son, and she says to Gandhi, she says, Gandhi, my son, he eats too much sugar. Can you please help tell him to, you know, stop eating sugar because it's not healthy for him? And Gandhi said, come back in three days. Or no, come back in a week. So she's like, what? I took three days to get here. We waited in line all day. He says, come back in a week. And so the lady goes all the way home with her son. 
And then a week later, she makes the trek again, comes all the way back, and waits in line again all day long. And they get up in line, and she says, Gandhi, my son, he eats too much sugar. Can you please tell him to stop eating sugar? And Gandhi looks at the boy and says, I want you to stop eating sugar, and sends them off on their way. And the mom is in shock, the, you know, disbelief. She's like, as they're walking away, they're being shooed away. And she's like, so why didn't you tell him that last week? And Gandhi said, because last week I was eating sugar. <laughs> Did you get it? Yep, I get it. <laughs> okay. So so if you continue to use that language, it's going to be really challenging for you to redirect your daughter when she uses okay. it. Okay. So, so getting upset that she's responding that way, trying to have the logical conversation of we're adults, we get to say this, you're a kid and you don't, doesn't work. They, there's no logic to them in that. And parents use this with drinking too. Well, you're allowed to drink at 21, that's the drinking age. Well, that's true and it's accurate, but it really doesn't work with most kids who are intent on drinking. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There, there's just nothing there that's, that's going to work for them. And it's funny because, you know, most of us drink. We, that, that's what people do. And, you know, in America, most people drink booze. And so there's a certain amount of expectation or understanding you're going to have to have if your kids start drinking because you're drinking in front of them. And it doesn't matter what the technical age is. And the best case I ever saw with this, I, um, one of my aunt's friends was one of the L.A. Board of Schools. He was on the L.A. Board of Schools, board of, whatever, big wig in the L.A. school system, and he had kids, and he didn't drink, and he told me, when I had kids, I quit drinking, and I was like, why? And he said, because I didn't want my kids to drink, and I felt like the only way I could actually say to them, don't drink, or you can't drink, is if I'm not drinking at all, period. And, I mean, he literally did not drink the entire time he was raising his kids just to be that kind of role model. And I don't know if his kids drank or not, but the point is our attitude and our standpoint about it, our viewpoint about it. And so for you to want to kind of skirt the issue, which is that right now she just monkeyed what she said. That's all she did. That it will potentially become a power struggle. Okay, so now you can redirect that by, you know, saying stuff like that's, that's, um, we don't use those words in our house, but to you do. (laughs) Yeah. So so the, the, I guess the question is, are you willing to try to clean up the words in the house? My words, yes, but I'm not willing to not have a glass of wine with dinner. Okay, good, good. (laughs) I didn't do, I didn't do that one either. Okay, so, so the words thing, Okay, so if you're willing to be on board with it, that's 
that's great because that actually gives me something to, to suggest for you. Because if you're not, then I would I would kind of be stymied, like, oh, how are you going to teach your kid this? No, I would if love to. I don't even think I realize. I mean, it's really only when, like, you know, like I drop something, I hurt myself, it just comes out. Like it's like, oh, you know, or totally. You know, I totally so, get it. That's yeah. you know, I mean, I'm not a huge cusser, but I definitely said stuff like if something hit my toe or whatever. You're right, and but that's what that's what they model and stuff. And so right. we had a bad words about like paying a quarter, and so there would be like a jar, and you have to put a quarter in the jar if you say a bad word. And I don't remember even what we did with the jar. We might have gone out, you know, like gone out to dinner with it at some point in time or whatever. So you can come up with things like, okay, we need to clean up the words here, and so what what's going to happen if any of us says a bad word, and that you participate in whatever kind of game that you come up with with if somebody says a bad word, they've got a whatever. And that kind of a game, if it got to a place where it was happening more, is something that I would probably think about implementing down the line. And so just pay attention now, Emily, like to maybe not, you know, definitely, if you notice you say something, a, a bad word, just say, oops, sorry, you know, I didn't mean to say that or acknowledge yeah. it. And so that okay. they're at least getting it that it's not okay with you, and then if they say it, I want you to respond the same way. Like, oops, okay. sorry, that wasn't that kind of word to use in the house, so that you're, you're role modeling it for yourself and for them. And then okay. see where it goes. I mean, I think, you know, I think you did a great job because you recognized right in the moment, like, ooh, I'm reacting to this, and I think just that recognition lessened the impact of you reacting to it, even though you yeah. did, in a way. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's interesting because I, yeah, I, I have a friend who had a son who went through at age eight. He swore all the time, but he learned it. Her, his parents didn't swear. He was really he he's a very smart kid, and he he was on YouTube watching Thomas the Train videos, like these people make. And I guess there is some swearing, but he was just dropping like really intense f bombs and words, and and really very like. Um, in the right context, and he wasn't doing it maliciously, but they didn't respond at all, and didn't, and they just kind of ignored it. But it didn't stop for, a, I'd say, a year. So I didn't know if I should just ignore it, but I, I feel better, like at least responding, like you're saying, and addressing, like, oops, you know, we don't do that. Let's put a quarter in the jar or whatever, like that. That feels better than just ignoring it, like, or just saying. You know, because I know there's a lot of different schools. Like, don't react at all. Just pretend it didn't happen, and that doesn't seem to work either. So, Right, okay. So don't react at all. It took a year for it to dissipate. Um, getting into power struggles with it would probably allow it to perpetuate five years or ten years. Okay. And I think some middle-of-the-road approach where we're acknowledging it as not okay and, you know, making a statement, even though we can't make them stop doing it, let's say that one will still only perpetuate for six months. But that, to me, would okay. be the best response, is addressing it okay. in, at some point and at some level. But as soon as it hits big power struggle phase, that's where I would actually start backing off more, because that, that's just going to keep going down the wrong track. Okay. No. Okay. But you're not, you're not even close to being in a... In a bad way with it which is great you know like you're oh no not at all I mean I, I feel like she was literally just modeling but I tried to explain that if she modeled that you know if she said that at school there would they would probably have repercussions and 
that at schools they don't want. You know, she's she can't talk that way, and it's not a great way. Yeah, Mommy great. shouldn't talk that way either. So. Yeah, and it's totally true. Like, oh my gosh, you know, I like ah, that would be scary to get sent home from school, and you don't even realize you're doing something wrong. Right. Yeah, and she wouldn't realize because she's four, and she was just right. that's just you know. So. Okay. Okay. Awesome. I'm guessing you found today's pep talk valuable and hopefully it gave you some practical tools and ideas for dealing with your children's behavior. If you'd like to work more deeply on these topics and similar topics, please join me over at my website, positiveparenting.com. I'll put a link in the description box here. I have classes starting all the time, classes that are self-directed where you can listen to lessons on your own time, and also Q&A calls where I answer your questions, just like the parents in these pep talks. So I hope, again, that you will like and share and rate this podcast and help more parents be able to see it and hear it and get help from it. Thanks again and happy parenting.